Hello, and welcome to Somos Mas, your home for World Cup action in today's, uh, for today's show anyways. Uh, we had a, a fantastic uh, round of matches in Group E and Group F today. Uh, we have a little bit of United news, news that I'm not going to talk about unless somebody else hops on here, but uh, just know that if you're a United fan and you're listening, uh, by the end of the night, I will know who that player we are announcing tomorrow is. I will find a way. Um, other than that, let's jump into the World Cup news and go from there. Oh, really, that hurts my feelings, Carlos. That really does hurt my feelings. It's just Jacob. It's, and I see how it is. I see how it is. I'm going to ignore the comment for now. Ah, so going into the World Cup today, we had uh, two groups that needed to be decided. Uh, one, um, Group F, which was decided in the morning, uh, Morocco and Croatia were the two that would advance going into the day, and, and that stayed the same. Not, uh, not because there was some unnervy or not without some unnervy moments. Uh, Morocco goes up uh, two nothing on Canada in the first twenty three minutes. Uh, goals from Hakim Ziyech and in Nasiri. Um, the Ziyech goal was a gift of a goal off of a terrible, terrible play by the Canadian goalkeeper. And uh, Ziyech scores from you know, 25, 30 yards out. And it, uh, um, and it is... Sorry, uh, I read Carlos's comments that I will like the new player as if he already knows who it is. Uh, and then Earl, it's just Jacob because as Seth and I didn't want to work Thursday. So, um, anyways, uh, Ziyech scores from about 35 yards out or so. Um, like I said, just a gift. Ah, David Carl's in the chat. Nice to see you, David. Um, and uh, Morocco, Canada gets one back in the first half, but Morocco ends up holding on uh, to not only advance, but win Group E or Group F, sorry. Um, and I did not have that. I don't know who had that. I, if if anybody over here in the chat had Morocco winning the group, I'm the only one that can talk, Earl. I'm sorry. Uh, if you had Morocco winning the group, let me know in the chat. I did. I did not have Morocco advancing, nor did I have them winning the group. So um, I actually had Canada advancing and Croatia winning the group. So at the same time that that match was going on, Croatia and Belgium were kind of locked into a a very contested match. It went back and forth. Croatia had an offside call <laughs> that uh, I think it's safe to say if it wasn't for this new technology that they're using, uh, it would not have been called offside. It was by the slimmest of margins that he was offside. And uh, <clears throat> and because of that, uh, Croatia doesn't win the group, but they are still able to hold on in advance. Belgium, uh, number two in the FIFA rankings going into this tournament, uh, is out. However, they are not the only big dog that's out. Uh, the The Group E matches or Group F matches were fun. Um, I'm very excited for Morocco. They will be going on um, for winning the group. They get the gift of playing Spain, uh, which we will talk about in just a minute. Uh, but I'm I'm very excited for Morocco. Canada had a very poor showing. I was really high on them going into this tournament, and they just didn't deliver like they should have. Uh, and so that that makes me a little sad. But um, going into Group E, 
uh, Costa Rica, Germany, Japan, and Spain. The favorites from this group, obviously, Spain and Germany. Uh, Germany needed, needed some help, but you thought, you know, you saw Spain put up seven on Costa Rica. Germany and Spain fought to a very hard 1-1 draw. You think, okay, Spain can can beat a Japan team that just lost to Costa Rica. And if Germany takes care of Costa Rica, then uh, then maybe there's a chance Germany and Spain both go through. And that is not what happened. Um, we had a crazy sequence in the second half of this match, but uh, we'll, we'll start with the Japan-Spain match, even though you kind of have to tell this story uh, with both matches here. You know, Spain and Germany both score in the first 12 minutes. Um, Morata scores for Spain. It looks like they're going to roll. They complete a 1,000 passes in the first half, it felt like, and uh, Japan just didn't have an answer. Very similar to the Japan-Germany game, honestly. In the Germany game, Serge Gnabry scores uh, in the 10th minute, and uh, looks like maybe, just maybe, uh, Germany's going to pull this off and end up advancing. Uh, fast forward to the second half, because not much happened in the first half after that. It was it was one nothing Spain and one nothing Germany going into halftime. Uh, but then Japan, who is just super impressive this tournament, makes a couple changes at halftime, uh, and then uh, comes out, scores in the 48th minute, and then scores a semi-controversial goal in the 51st minute that we'll get to. And now all of a sudden Germany, Germany's done. Um, then you flip over to the Germany-Costa Rica match. Costa Rica ties it in the 58th minute. Um, that result puts Japan and Spain through at that time. And you're like, okay. And then, then it dawned on me while I was watching that, that holy crap. If Costa Rica wins this match against Germany and Japan beats Spain, Spain and Germany are both gone. But I was like, nah, that's there, there's no way that happens. Um, and Japan's holding on and and keeping their lead. Uh, we get to the 70th minute in basically both matches. And uh, all of a sudden I look up and Costa Rica has taken the lead. Um, it ends up being Emmanuel Neuer's uh, own goal off of just a chaotic sequence there. And for about three minutes there, Spain and Germany are both out of this tournament. And we don't know. I, I, at that point, I didn't know what to do, what to say. Uh, my wife was looking at me uh, <laughs> quite funny because uh, I was freaking out. And and she, I, I kind of explained it to her, but she doesn't necessarily care as much as I do, I don't think. Um. Uh, but then Kai Havertz, uh, I can't stand Kai Havertz. If you were on the pod the other day, you heard me say that. Uh, scores in the 73rd minute to put Germany um, level with Costa Rica at two. And uh, and that, in turn, at that point in time, moves Spain uh, into second place because of uh, goal differential over Germany. And, and Spain's whooping of Costa Rica, 7-0 uh, there in that first group match really really came into play today because because of that they really didn't they were never like uh super as as long as they were level on points with whoever they were going to go through because their their goal differential was just incredible compared to everybody else um <laughs> yeah Seth she not even remotely close 
Like, uh, it might be, she, I, I, I doubt she cared at all, but, uh, she, she humored me and listened at least. So, um, so then we're sitting here and, and Havertz scores, Germany takes the, or ties it up again. And we're like, okay, well it's Japan and Spain, Japan, Japan winning the group right now. Um, Germany and Spain were finished level on points, but Germany would have had to have made up a, a plus. I think at, at that point it was a plus six goal differential. And, uh, that wasn't likely, but, uh, Germany did, did end up taking the lead in the 85th minute because thanks to Kai Havertz again, um, Spain tried, but man, Japan, Japan switched to a back five and just really, really packed the paint there. And, uh, and, and because of that, uh, Spain just couldn't find that equalizer, uh, at that point with Germany winning by, by a goal, um, had, had Spain ended up coming back and drawing with Japan, Japan would have actually been out and it would have been Spain and Germany going through. So at some point in the second half, all four of these teams were going through in some combination. Um, and and it was it was a lot of fun. I did pick Japan to go through. I picked Japan to go through at the expense of Spain, um, with Germany going through as well. So I, I didn't quite get it right, but I am happy that I got Japan going through right. Uh, and after their loss to Costa Rica, man, you thought that was going to come back and bite in the ass big time, but they were able to uh, they were able to, they were able to find a way uh, get that second goal, which I'll talk I'll break down that second goal in a minute uh, or or talk about it in a minute. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, Germany does add a fourth. Uh, Nicholas Fulkrug, um, his story is remarkable a little bit, by the way. I don't know if you, I'm sure if you've been watching these games, you've kind of heard, but 29 year old, been battling through lower division German soccer for uh, a long time. Uh, right now, he plays for uh, Warner Bremen, running in the Bundesliga. And, and uh, for him to be able to come in, and he's, I think that was his second goal of the tournament if i'm not mistaken uh he scored the the uh tying goal against spain uh to preserve that draw and keep germany alive going into this final group match day and uh and it's just really impressive that uh that he's been able to come in and do what he's done but at the end of the day it's not enough for germany japan and spain both advance um real quick the goal for japan I think at the end of the day, the call, the right call was made. I don't think the ball's all the way out, uh, even though it's super, super, super close. I think you can have um, an argument of with how it was handled on the field. Um, we heard that it was inconclusive, but I don't know what the call was originally on on the field. Uh, if they called it out and it was inconclusive to me, that means it's out move on but at the end of the day uh japan earned that goal um with some brilliant play there to start the second half and uh it, it it's either gonna want it, it could break spain going into the group match i don't think that's gonna happen but it it, it could it really could happen and uh or, or it could could turn them around and they could be fantastic after that so We'll we'll just have to see. Um, it sets up two really interesting matches, though. In the group stage, we've got Japan, Croatia, 
Spain, Morocco. Um, I'm I'm very excited for those those two matches in the group stage. Um, I, I'm not sure I'll give my picks uh, right now. Uh, might wait till the end of the to the episode or or see if if after the group stage ends, we all want to hop on tomorrow night or something to uh, uh, talk about the the group stage or the knockout rounds coming up starting on Saturday. Uh, looking at tomorrow, uh, we got groups G and H finishing out. And uh, I mean, these groups just don't really move the needle for me. Uh, for the most part, I am excited for Ghana, Uruguay um, to see what happens there. This Ghana team has been extremely fun. I think uh, everybody can agree with that. Um, you know, they get the almost get the fight back and get the draw against Portugal. Uh, then them and South Korea had a back and forth game um, in their last matches. And so really excited for that. Uh, we'll start with Group H since since those are the first games tomorrow at 8 a.m. Mountain Time. Uh, Ghana, Uruguay. Ghana is currently sitting in second place. Uh, they will clinch a spot with a win over Uruguay <clears throat> um, or with a draw combined with a Portugal win over South Korea or the draw combined with a Portugal, South, Portugal, South Korea draw. Uh, so basically, uh, win and you're in for Ghana, uh, draw, and as long as South Korea doesn't beat Portugal, then you're in. Um, Uruguay can still get to the knockout round, but they would need a win over Portugal, and or a win over Ghana, and a Portugal win or draw against South Korea. Um, they They could get in with a win and a South Korea win, if um, they overcome a one-goal deficit in goal differential to South Korea, so they would have to win by two and South Korea by... or three and South Korea by one, so on and so forth. So uh, I'm looking forward to this. I do think from what we've seen from Uruguay and Ghana, Ghana will get out of this um, in some way, shape, or form. But after today's matches, who knows? Uh, we could see chaos there. Uh, we could even see South Korea end up uh, going through... It wouldn't necessarily surprise me. Portugal has already locked up a spot in the knockout rounds um, after um, after winning their first two matches in group play. And uh, I think I think uh, Portugal South Korea probably is a draw, and Ghana ends up winning. Or if Portugal decides to to rest uh, Bruno Fernandes, Jao Felix, stuff like that, uh, maybe South Korea does get that win, and Ghana would need to win in order to get through. Um, but I, I think I have a little bit of faith in this kind of team and we could have three AFCON teams in the knockout rounds. Um, or if South Korea is able to sneak in there, we could have three, um, Asian teams in there. It, it, we just don't know yet. It, it, it's, it's a, it's a banner year for, for a lot of, a lot of confederations and, and teams. And, and I'm really excited about this knockout round coming up uh starting on saturday uh so moving on to group g um brazil cameroon serbia switzerland uh brazil has already clinched their ticket uh with two wins in the previous two matches switzerland is currently sitting in second place uh they will clinch with a win or a draw combined with a brazil win over cameroon uh, or a draw combined with a Brazil Cameroon draw, so very similar to to Ghana in the morning matches. Uh, Switzerland kind of controls their own destiny. They just and they need a win. Uh, if they get a draw, 
they would need a little bit of help, but two of the three results go their way there. Um, Serbia is kind of fighting an uphill battle. Uh, they're technically in fourth place right now. They would need a win uh, combined with a Brazil win or draw against Cameroon. Um, it, it helps Serbia that they're facing Switzerland, who's the team uh, a couple points above them on the table. And uh, and I Serbia's looked really good, but so is Switzerland. So um, we'll just have to see what happens here. Switzerland is full of uh, Bundesliga teams or Bundesliga players. And uh, and and they've they've shown that they're a very formidable opponent so far, uh, with a win and a loss. The loss was to Brazil, though they did play them tough, and then they did beat Cameroon uh, in the last match. Uh, Seth over here in the chat, of course, says I'm all on board with the Samurai Blues going all the way. That would be fantastic. Um, be very entertaining. Not quite sure it's going to happen. Uh, We've only had eight teams win this thing in its history, and Japan is definitely not one of them. But uh, maybe this year is the year for a, a ninth team to come in, whether it's Japan or the Netherlands or USA. Uh, we'll just have to see, or Portugal even, uh, from this group that we're talking about now. So it's going to be a, a, another fun day of soccer. I'm ready for the group matches to be over, just to move on to these knockout rounds, uh, mainly to watch the U.S. match, of course. But but I, I, I'm really excited about it. We'll see what happens uh, tomorrow. If I'm predicting tomorrow, Ghana and Ghana wins, Portugal, South Korea draw, um, Brazil wins, and Switzerland wins. Uh, so it'd be Brazil, Switzerland, Portugal, Ghana going through as the four teams from these two groups, um, and that would be that would be a lot of fun. Um, but We've got uh, just a ton of things to look forward to over the next few days. I'm not sure. I think it's uh, Earl tomorrow. Uh, we'll be coming on to talk about uh, the matches I just talked about a little bit. And um, and then we'll see. We'll be back either Saturday or Sunday uh, for the quarterfinal. I'm thinking I might try to push these guys. We'll just do a nightly one um, like we have been doing for the group stage uh, if, if they're up for it. Um, and and bring you coverage every night until every night that there's soccer played we i think we're going to try to bring you coverage if i can convince seth to do that and so uh we we look forward to to keeping keeping you guys up to date with what's going on in the world cup we'll be back tomorrow like i said i think it's earl um and then from then on out uh we just got two more days till the usa match um super pumped for that uh we'll talk about that tomorrow night i think i might hop on with with whoever's on if i'm not uh busy and we'll go from there um, i'm gonna keep this one a little shorter a little sweeter 20 minutes uh there was a lot that went on but uh, i think i pretty much touched it all and uh can't wait for for tomorrow and the next day and the next day until we're done with this tournament so until tomorrow or my next time on somos news <laughs>